Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. Good evening, folks. Hope you're all well on this Sunday evening. What a packed show we have for you over the next hour. My name's Rory O'Hagan, here with you on the bench until 7. Coming up over the next 60 minutes, tons of reaction from Porky Cueve today as uh, we look back on an epic afternoon. Middleton crowned the Co-op Superstores Premier Senior Hurling Champions after beating Glen Rovers. Today we'll hear from Middleton's Sheriff Fitzgerald, Luke O'Farrell and Ben O'Connor in just a little bit. We'll hear from Cantorak, the Senior A Champions today. We'll hear from Lorcan McLaughlin and from Colin Walsh. We're going to hear from Warren Abbey and Castlehaven after their wins in Munster today. And we're going to talk to golfer Sarah Byrne about life at the University of Miami. So a lot to come over the next hour. You're listening to The Big Red Bear. John Corks, Red FM. Really glad you could join us on what has been an epic day of sport. Not to mention Ole Gunnar Solskjaer getting the boot as Man United boss as well. Uh, it's been some day of sport. Just to get you up to date on everything that happened before we uh, get reaction from Parky Cueve and uh, just the, the, the full-time scores from today. Uh, Middleton beating Glen Rovers 24 points to 118 to win the Co-op Superstores at Premier Senior Hurling Championship Final. The Senior A champions are Cantor who've beaten Father O'Neill's 317 to 213. Mornabby in Munster quarter-final uh, action today. The Cork champions beating Banner of Clare 315 to 35. In the junior quarter-final, Castlehaven beating St Anne's of Waterford 415 to 13. A massive win for the Irish rugby team today beating Argentina 53 points to 7 uh, Joy Carberry and, uh, was uh, electric uh, from the tee today and then you had tries from Josh Van Der Flyer uh, Andrew Porter Kellen Doris Dan Sheehan Keane Healy and Tyg Byrne so a great way for Ireland to round out their November international campaign Manchester United confirming the sacking of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer today Michael Carrick will take charge for Tuesday's game of Villarreal uh, United are well beaten by Watford yesterday finished by 4 goals to 1 and and inside the last hour, United have published a goodbye interview with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Here's a little clip of that. It's not for everyone. And I've had the, the opportunity and I'm so uh, honoured and privileged to have been been trusted to take the club forward. And I really hope that uh, I leave it in a better state uh, than when I came. And I made... Great friends. I've reconnected with some great friends. Uh, new new staff coming in. Uh, I've become really good friends with the other staff that was here when I was there. We've good friends and we we've connected. And that is um, that's what it's about at a club like this with the fans because the fans have been amazing from day one at Cardiff till till the last one now. So top, and we'll see each other again. It looked like he'd been crying in that video, to be perfectly honest about it, but you can see that on manunited.com if you want to see the whole 11 minutes of it. Uh, on the field today, uh, Manchester City had a 3-0 win over Everton. Tottenham are 2-1 up on Leeds after 75 minutes. In basketball, Kyle Hosford has been named uh, captain of the Irish senior men's team uh, ahead of the uh, Eurobasket 2025 pre-qualifiers. Uh, first round starting on Thursday. Some congratulations indeed to the UCD, UCC Demons player 
replaces uh, Jason Killeen Ireland playing uh, Cyprus uh, in Nicosia on Thursday and then they play Austria at the National Basketball Arena uh, a few days later Father Matthews uh, beat, uh, beaten by Glanmire today Glanmire winning 94 points to 56 in the Women's Super League Colin Maraca winning the DP World Tour Championship today and in motorsport Lewis Hamilton winning the Qatar Grand Prix today finishing ahead of Max Verstappen in second so Hamilton now training Verstappen by 8 points in the Drivers' Championship. Right, uh, straight away to Parky Cueve. Reaction uh, to come from Luke O'Farrell and Ben O'Connor. And we're also going to get the viewpoint of John O'Shea, who was uh, covering those games for us today at uh, Parky Cueve. But first, the reaction of the victorious Middleton manager, Jerfus Gerald, speaking at the Magpies of Crowned County Champions for the first time since 2013. Which is not getting the breaks as they were coming at us. So I was confident enough, obviously, with a shot wide, could have gone anywhere less than nature yeah. of the beast, but. I suppose we missed a few chances which would have put us in a comfortable position if we had got to four we'd have probably shut it out um, but overall we showed fierce fighting spirit yeah. and um, fierce fierce drive fierce determination and um, we held out coming down the straight which is a, a sign of our resilience and uh, wouldn't have been associated with us maybe a, a game or two or three earlier in the championship but I think we showed tremendous resilience not alone tonight but since the Stars match I think uh, against the end zone uh, here we had a tremendous battle so that sort of resilience came through and it came through again today and we knew it was in the lads it was just a matter of getting it out of them like you were never led like when they drew level you, put, you powered on again the last so we quarter. reacted very well yeah. we've done a lot of work on that side of it to be fair and Jennifer's done a lot of work with lads and that in terms of getting their mindsets right and resetting their, um, their sort of thinking no matter what happens so that, that came to the fore today uh, Connor's performance, I know. Outstanding. Yeah. True, we don't. You, you, you actually know what we'll do now. Ye comment on that. Right. You know what I'm going to say. Ye write everything you should, all the explorations about that. Don't bother putting me in that. That's <laughs> up to you. That's your challenge now because you know what you see. That's your job, really, in the media to, to react. To. Me, he's outstanding, but yeah. he's always been outstanding yeah. for us. He's a huge captain. He's our leader. I've said that from the start of the year. But to me, ye lads in the media have a responsibility to report what you see. You report that. That fixes everything. I'm just ask you just the fact that he was solely with the club this year. How much, how big a thing was that? In, in terms of like, how big an influence was he? He's huge influence. Yeah. He's our, he's our captain. He's our leader. He's our talisman. So it's a huge influence, and he's, he's, um, his presence of training certainly up the ante. But, but when he's come back for, to to us from. Um, from Cork, his presence has always been the same. So he's he's no different. It's just that we had him for longer. Yeah. But his his attitude and his work rate been superb with us all the time. Okay, some days displays don't go for you, but that goes for every player. But he's been outstanding for us. A massive player. Delighted with him. Deserved nothing more today than, than that performance and and that stage. But it was made for him, and he took it. Yeah, was it frustrating at times because you weren't a better team in general play, but you weren't shown, especially with the wides in the, in the final quarter there? Yeah, but we, 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 we worked at it, we kept at it, we didn't stop shooting, we didn't retreat into our... No, it wasn't frustrating, no, we would, I wouldn't say it was frustrating. Um, I think you couldn't fault our fellas for having a cut. We were driving on for it, we were on the front foot all the time. It was a difficult wind, so I, I wasn't in the least bit frustrated, actually. I wanted them to keep at it, and they did. That was our, that was our mentality. Keep at it, keep working, keep going, keep going, and they did. Some days they go over and the game is easy and you like it. That's okay, but today that was a sweet victory and that's the way to win them coming down the stretch. The free count uh, went against you as well, but you, you got over that too. Yeah, and well, that's something you'd have to ask Matt about because I don't know. I thought, I thought, to be fair, we probably could have got a couple more. They appeared to be getting a few more to me. And, and as I say, you being a neutral observer now, me being pretty biased, you being a neutral observer, that's your point, I'd accept that because that was my feeling. And we seem to have to work enormously hard to get frees touched him they were getting freeze and they're a hardy group of lads like so they've been around the block a long time they were going to make the most for their battle hardened like to be fair to them this is their third final in a row so you know um, nobody pulls away from them 
So we were ready for that. We were expecting it. We knew we were in a good position. But to be fair, the free count certainly um, it's probably influenced the game. To be fair, but like that's your thing. I, 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 you'd expect me to be given out about the ref in the sense that I want more frees off him all the time. I, you were probably asked, which is yes. sure, but um, were you worried when the Glen got back level, like Mitty having had a nine point lead at one stage? No, not worried. No, I, 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 we'd worked a lot of keeping our composure. I said to the lads earlier, yeah. Jennifer had done a lot of work with us on, on mindset. Ben had done a lot of work with us in terms of how we were going to react, how we were going to reset. Yeah. So we were, we were well prepared for that. We, so I wasn't really worried. I think we had it in our locker. If we kept playing, yeah. I would be more concerned how we retreated. But we didn't. We drove on, and as the lads said earlier, before you came there, um, we kept shooting for points. Yeah. We kept taking them on. We kept taking them on. We kept taking them on, and that was the thing. If we left, if we drew them on to us, that would have been different. And, and was the approach a bit different in terms of taking points rather than you know working the goal chances? Like Not particularly. No, we wanted to go okay. for goals. We had one or two. We we probably made. Uh, Wrong decisions or wrong yeah. options, but overall, I thought we were, we were, we, we did. It wasn't the approach not to go for goals. We wanted okay. to get goals. We just yeah. way it worked out. We we maybe blew one or two opportunities, but that was through enthusiasm and effort, yeah. rather than bad play. And the monster championship now, like I suppose after 2013, it was very disappointment. And even 2017, 18, 18, like that you couldn't go on further. So is that a kind of a an itch to be scratched? Yeah, it's something we'll be looking at now. We haven't done like. Our, our sort of setup for all along has been to focus course, game by game. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we, we weren't looking beyond today. Now we're in it. We'll give it a, its due respect and due, due regard. I think we'll have a, we'll take a few days off though to relax yeah. and, and chill because we, we've been we've been going pretty hard. But I think it's um, if I'm not right, I think someone said to me it's three weeks time. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it's a tough game, um, but that's a, that's a it's a step and it's a reward yeah. really. Uh, for winning the county, that's a reward. So you have to grasp it and make the most of it. And also you're representing Cork, and Cork need to um, need every like the, the water rising all over Cork. Now we'd like to contribute to that. And as you see today, we've uh, we certainly have the players that can. But to be fair, this is a, this has been a long journey. And if, if it ends today, that's so yeah. be it. But at the same time, we'll uh, we'll sit down, reassess, and have a look at. Um, I think it's Kilmallock. We'll have a look at that in the John And when I asked you yeah, like in the, the press evening about you know the the significance or how special it would be to win as a player and captain and then as a manager you you kind of you know you were looking ahead to the game and you weren't kind of thinking about that but can you kind of appreciate it now and reflect on it Jerry, do you know what now when you asked me that at the, I wasn't going to make anything of it because yeah. to me it was all about today in terms of winning this match yeah, we wouldn't be having this conversation yeah, yeah. had we lost today yeah. but when you look back at it in the fullness of time and all that it's a fabulous achievement yeah. I agree I, with especially that. with your father yeah, yeah no no and, and look, look that's brilliant as well he was, he was involved with the team and all that but like today yeah. is really all about winning today's match yeah. whatever follows on then from that is fair enough as well yeah. but that was in another day and I met loads of my former teammates out there today and this meant as much to them today as it did to me yeah, so it meant yeah. a whole lot to the club so really today is on its own merits and what happened in history is in history <laughs> Fantastic stuff there from Ger Fitzgerald um, one of the great guys uh, of the game and uh, great stuff from him today as Middleton were crowned uh, Premier Senior Hurling Champions after that win over at Glen Rovers today I'm uh, going to hear from Ben O'Connor in a bit first going to hear from Middleton's Luca Farrell Middleton County Champions so how does that sound um, Luca Farrell? Uh, <laughs> absolutely unreal um, small bit of shock involved in it all I think the way the game ended um, you know, we, we possibly uh, should have finished it off a bit sooner but now we're absolutely thrilled nobody knows more than us how hard it is to win one of these so we're delighted and I suppose you could see it here on oh, the picture in Papi Creek you can see it, it means a lot to people so how much does it mean to the people of Milton to, to win this yeah it means so much um, you know we have moments since you know 2013 and I think going back again it was 92 before that extremely difficult competition to win so it means so much to so many people the older people and all the younger people get such a good as well absolutely and um, just on your performance so overall 
would you how would you how would you assess the show so far today? The team performance, um, I think we had some very bright patches um, and then we maybe, we knew they'd have a proper patch as well. Possibly should have killed the game off a bit earlier, I think we had opportunities to win with a big lead at half time and we maybe um, dropped the ball a bit there, but look, you need a bit of luck sometimes to get over the line and thank God we had that today. And absolutely, and I suppose you're good to see from the, on the pitch there's a, there's a good blend of kind of experience and youth there, like, so you have a good mix there at the moment. Yeah, absolutely, um, just comes together sometimes like that, you know, just uh, you maybe have from 18 up to 31 or 32 so you've just a balance of ages and uh, the dynamic of the team worked well this time thank god absolutely and, and i suppose if you look at this was the champions of holy do you think looking at the black rock the semi-final in today against the den that he, he kind of peaked at the at the right time yeah i think that's true um you know our best two performances were probably def- i'd say the black rock was nearly our best performance and at times today was probably our, our highest we got to that dropped off a small bit but you're right and that was a big thing Ben was talking to us earlier in the year that you have to peak at the right times and from a personal perspective you know having success like with, with the club with Whitminton you know, it, it means a lot to you I presume doesn't it yeah as I said already nobody knows more than me or than you know some of the other lads around my age I, I think I first lined out in 2006 and um, you know you've expectations of winning a few they're absolutely so so difficult to win this championship so it means so much to get there yeah, and just the sort of the management of Joe Fitzgerald uh, Ben O'Connor and, 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 and the rest of the backroom staff so how big a role have they played in this um, success yeah I mean unbelievable there was nothing that we wanted that we didn't get um, the shoulder to the wheel and absolutely everything there was no stone unturned um, you know so the club deserves huge credit and all the selectors and backroom team um, you know this, these things don't just come together there's loads of work in, in, in the background that people don't see yeah, and finally obviously you think now um, after what's the celebrations that I don't know, I presume in um, the Munster Championship in a couple weeks time I think against Kilmelo so it's good to have that to part of the stage of the year as well in Munster Championship yeah absolutely you know we'll enjoy these few days um, and you know I'd be telling somebody that we'd be talk- some of the older lads might be talking to the younger lads and saying you have to pound the iron when it's hot it's um, you know you don't get too many opportunities to play in that competition and uh, yeah we want to give a good, good account of ourselves in that the big red bench on Cork FM that's uh, Luke O'Farrell of Middleton speaking after their win today uh, over Glen Rovers in the Cope Superstores Premier Senior Hurling Championship final Middleton champions 30 years ago when Ger Fitzgerald captained the side uh, with his dad Paddy uh, as manager so uh, great stuff for, for Ger to, to win it as a captain and now as a manager Middleton winning for the first time since 2013 and uh, a man who's had a big part to play in that is Ben O'Connor the Middleton coach and uh, he's been speaking to John uh, about that um, Ben O'Connor I suppose um, Middleton County Champions so how does that sound first of all? Yeah I suppose look it's after the year um, that was the plan uh, and I suppose look we had a couple of setbacks along the way but we worked it out and we got to the final and for a finish there we were look, I suppose looking enough at the end to hold on like with six or seven bad rides in the trot there and they went down and had a chance at the end to equalise it and to have gone to a replay then so you'd never know again but look I'm just delighted with the way where the boys uh, fought like it looked at I suppose in the middle of the third quarter it looked like we were under a bit of uh, bother it looked like this, uh, the Glen were coming at us but the next thing the hand course popped up and got a point and we got a couple more after that then, like, so just showed that the boys are after maturing uh, maybe last year even or maybe even earlier on the year fellas might have panicked a small bit but not they just kept tipping away and uh, we ground out for a finish do you think you kind of like you look at home the black rock game the semi-final and today against the Lynn the final like you kind of built and you kind of peaked at the, at the right time yeah I suppose look I've said it to the boys all along I thought the game that made us all year was the Aaron's own game 
and I know look here I was sent off in that early so we were only playing in 14 you wouldn't want to get carried away but I just thought that we needed to win a, a big knockout championship match and I think that just gave the boys that little bit of con- confidence that uh, Joe we can drive on after this and uh, that, that was a tough game like uh, everyone knows how tough Hearns are to beat like and to get over the line that I just think that that was the, the launch board for the, the rest of the games in and then against the Rockies like we um, it was a totally different game today it was very open and it was fast whereas today it was kind of more dogged and it was uh, a bit more scrappy like which probably wouldn't suit us like but that's credit to the Glint to, to do what suits him like but um, look at the end of the day we're county champions in 20 years time they'll know and be wondering what kind of game it was, it was Middleton after winning the county in 2021 and that, that was the aim for the year and as a coach is it, is it more satisfying that you have a team that can win a shootout like the one against Blackhawk and then a one like the one today oh yeah look I was saying to the boys all along, like even though full forward and lasted, like they could lose. But I said, lads, it's probably not going to be the same. That you have to be patient. And in fairness, I'm like, if that was a Saturday year, they might not have been. They might have been coming way out the field and trying to get on the ball. But they're after maturing and they'll stay inside now. They'll know, like, so we can we can mix it, match it with with what we're playing up against and what we're playing with. And look, the main thing is that you have pace and you we have fierce pace for the whole team. Like, so that's uh, that's for me. That's the main plus. You have hurlers and you have pace. And after that, then like aggression and attitude should be a given in every team. Like, but look once you pay us and hurling to match that's the main thing and the extra time to work with them this year like after a very compacted time plan last year obviously a big help as well yeah we had a lot of work done last year and the extra in March it was called off and we got about four weeks to get ready for championship and it was all over then in about five weeks whereas this year we started the 15th of May and we had until there without a break like so look we didn't get much of a league but we still won the league we got our four or five matches out of that like and uh, we got our few challenge matches in like and like in fairness the championship is a great championship with the way it is operating yeah. like every game means something like there's no dead rubbers and uh, it's competitive like so look uh, the extra time and without a break obviously this year did help and like there was a med for road and there's a few new bodies came into it as well this year like so it's just putting pressure on the fellas that are inside you know what Connor's impact just like his captain you know top scorer like he really kind of stood up and well I suppose look Connor is Connor like and they'll say they'll say oh he's back in form well I was down here last year and Connor got 3.33 in three matches there weren't too many other inter-county players that got 3.33 in three matches this year he did outstanding first and I suppose one of the biggest pluses that we had this year was that he was dropped by Cork because we had him every night yeah. so everything we were doing Connor was there, he was able to drive it on to the boys. And if Connor said, lads, come on, we're all going home, they'll all go home. That's the way Connor is, like they'll, they'll follow suit or whatever Connor says, like, and I'm just delighted for him because in fairness he took everything on board that we've done this year. And like anything he was asked, he done it. And he got the fellas to drive on in behind him, like, and you saw there now again today when the pressure was on, who's the outman? Ball down to Connor and Connor will win it, like so. Look, if there's eight or nine better forwards than him in the county we don't know anything about her <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't lose too many county finals as a player but would you have sympathy for the Glen losing three in a row like that ah sure it's tough going like Joe has to lose three in a row um but I suppose it just shows the kind of mentality that they have that they keep coming back every year like in a Saturday year like the same as Middleton Middleton had no hope of winning a county the Glen had no hope of winning a county there was other teams ahead of them like came up to the two semi-finals last day and we were the two outsiders and the two outsiders won again like so coming in today then like we were the underdogs coming in today like so but um, we, we, I suppose we got the, the bit of luck there at the end when they didn't get the goal like so but look they'll be back again
that's that's what they do like they'll grind us to grind on and they'll get on like even earlier on the other from Dublin speaking by the 10 points there was words were, oh should they're going very poor next thing they won the next one they ended up in the final again like it's just what they do they get the finals and that's it yeah, a lot of people you've said it yourself and the, the change to the structure of the championship has been great it's been hugely successful but does it need to be seen now in the Monster Club Championship from the Champions like yourself sorry say that again as in you know the Champions you know we haven't seen Cork yes. teams doing ah, yes, well yeah. since Newtown yeah you know, is it important to see that now? Of course it is. Uh, like especially after Cork being beaten by Limerick in the All Ireland final this year, like we, there isn't that much of a gap. Like Cork had a bad day at the office, Limerick had a very good day at the office, so it's just some place in between. So now it's us. We're going to have a right cut off of Kilmallock in three weeks time, and we're going all out to win the Munster. And we're not, we're not hiding that. Like uh, it isn't too often that you win a county title, and didn't too often that you get a chance to represent your county after that so we're going out to our Limerick in three weeks time and we're going to have a right coach and we want to stay in this uh, competition as long as we can Alright that was the reaction from the Middleton campus we just heard from Ben O'Connor there and now we're going to the man who was in Porky Quay for us today Mr John O'Shea after an epic day of hurling John we'll start with the senior game um, the senior, the premier senior game and that was the victory for Middleton today that we just heard from uh, a three-point win for Middleton. Scoreline possibly flattering Glen Rovers a bit because Middleton were excellent today. Yeah, they were. They, they were right. You know, I mean, you could you could see it from the from the outset. They, you know, and, and you, you look at the whole kind of the way the championship has gone as a whole. Really, they seem to have just peaked at the right time because you, you, around the group stages and maybe as we had to. They were probably, you know, there should be mentioned maybe the likes of Douglas or Black Rock or even the Glen. But like, there, there wasn't not many, maybe probably mentioning Middleton in, the, in, in that in that bracket. But like, they kind of quite even up their business. And then I suppose they really made a statement of intent against Black Rock in the semi final. And they did, they did likewise today. So they really were um, run on from the outset. You know, they, they, and although, although they, the Glen didn't mount the spirit fight back in the second half, Middleton, I think they were never behind in the game. And it, they, were, they were just firing in all cinders, though the likes of them. Conley Hand was in sensational form. But like, credit, it was half a one-man performance in the forward, like Joe Russell Egan as well, um, a young a young, um, young centre forward there. He had, he had a fantastic game. So he got a few um, spectacular scores. And they were really, they were, they, overall, I think, even though Lynn had a, had a chance, well, even second half stoppage time to, to take us to a replay, mm. I, th- I think overall, if there was a team that I suppose that were deserving winners, I suppose you you could definitely say it was Middleton today. Yeah, certainly was. Um, it was a fantastic performance from Middleton. As you mentioned, John, a number of um, individual performances. Connolly Han, named Man of the Match today, uh, turned in an exceptional performance and uh, was uh, one of the key reasons, I guess, why Middleton won today. Absolutely. Do you know, and I think Ben O'Connor actually was alluded to that this year that I think Middleton probably were the ones who made the benefit from the fact that so I think Dehan was involved with the, in, in the kind of the county setup, but you could see the quality that he has. You know, you wouldn't be too surprised if um, if Conley Han was featuring heavily for the Cork team in twenty twenty two. Perhaps who knows? But um, yeah, he was um, he was really on song today. You know, and um, he reached up to the fore. And I suppose on the other side as well, it was a very good individual performance from Patrick Hogan, who was once again showed what a classy operator he is as well. You know, but. Uh, you know, if you look, if you look at the Middleton, and I suppose it's down to maybe the accredited the work that's been done at the underage the last couple of years as well. You know, there's a good blend there of kind of experience that those like Suzanne Behan and um, Luke O'Farrell. But then you have combined that there's some very good young players after kind of emerging there in the last couple of years. So the likes of the likes of Russell Regan, Sean O'Leary Hayes, and Sean O'Farrell, and the captain. So there's a good balance there, like in um, 
Great, I suppose it's great to, to Joe Fitzgerald and obviously, obviously a well-known man in Bill O'Connor as well who's involved in Middleton this year. So it's, it's a credit uh, to, the, to the setup and I suppose that the way that they managed to blend it all together mm. that, um, that Mild and, and the fruits of that labour had run clear evidence today and um, practically now, Jarvis Sherl, a legend in Cork hurling, obviously John Season campaigner, but that was a very astute appointment by him to, to bring Ben O'Connor into the fold. We heard Conor Lehan in his post-match speech after the, after the match before he accepted the trophy, just saying that like Ben had a massive impact on this Middleton team, and uh, that certainly seems to be the case. He's had a, a big impact, John. Uh, but but, but oh, shadow, but, you know, um, anyone who, I suppose, um, any team that I suppose has something like Ben O'Connor involved, I think they're definitely going to the benefit first and foremost, but um, you could actually you could see that kind of instant, you know, across the whole side, you know, and, and that kind of design. Even when the when the when they were on the, the first half wins, you're, you're probably thinking, you know, obviously when Patrick obviously the goal just both half time, and it could that be a turning point here, and like could the Glen come out and um, overtake Middleton in the second half and go on front? But so and it was a credit that, that, that they all knew their jobs and they were. They were, they were kind of at it from the very outset I mean, from, you know, and they, they didn't panic when with the pressure was being applied to them by the men and I think I've mentioned obviously the forwards already but even at the back line as well the, the Milton defence with the likes of Owen Maloney Luke Deneen Sean O'Leary Hayes Tommy O'Connell uh, Cormac Walsh and others as well you know they, they really they really weren't strong today and they kind of limited the, 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 with the likes of Simon Kennefick and to, 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 for large spells of the game he was probably fairly quiet and that was probably more how well that Milton were defending, you know, because like mm. obviously that Patrick Hogg, we all know the quality he has, but like throughout the year, well, I think they like the then they do have some good other scoring calls as well, like the likes of Simon Kennethick. So I think so to keep them down, to, I think a total of three is another testament to the job that that Milton did. But like definitely going back to the the original point there, so like Ben O'Connor, he's definitely that steady determination and his implementation or. So I suppose like his his stamp is definitely on the team as well, and I think Joe Fitzgerald was a very 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 clever appointment and a very astute appointment getting him, him on board. And so they're ambitious, like and even Ben O'Connor was kind of alluding to afterwards as well. So that they don't want to kind of make up numbers now when they go into the Munster Championship as well. Like obviously the down the Milton is also the next day or two now. And I used to be there'll be a few celebrations, I suppose, and a few drinks, but. I'd say like once that settles down they'll be all eyes on, on the Munster Championship and they'll be hoping to maybe give that a go as well. Yeah, that'll be against Kilmallock in three weeks' time for Middleton. Uh, but John, just on Glen Rovers, um, third final in a row they've lost um, consistency, in, consistency in getting to the final these tra- past three years. They're an excellent team and uh, just uh, wasn't to be for them today. I know, you know, it, 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 it's just one of those days, I suppose, that they, they, they probably just ran into a Milton team who were very much on top. But, like, I think the Glen, they've really, and they've really massively contributed to this, to this, um, Cox Senior Hurling Championship this year. So, I, I'd say when they lost that night to Douglas here in Patrick Creeve, I was, I was there that night, and when they, when Douglas, um, beat them, and fairly convincingly on the night, and I, I, you, you're watching that night, you, you, you maybe wouldn't have been 100% sure they would have been here on, um, on the county final day, but, it's a testament to the character that is it. That's in that squad, you know. That they they, they they probably were facing down the barrel of a gun in terms of exiting mm. the championship on a couple of occasions this year. Another game that comes to mind, obviously, was the the game against Newtown Chandler, the final game, the group where they were they were they were, they, they kind of got just about got through that, and then they showed the obviously the likes of um against the McKinney in the quarters and in in the semi final as well. 
the Glenn that I suppose you, you can never once you can never question him for is their is their character and their steely combination. And you know, there's a real like that that, that spirit of the Glenn that feels after the spending your own but that, that that that's always in full evidence when you watch mm. the Glenn play and even today as well to their credit, do you know what I mean? They they never, they were never going to lie down and like they they kept going right until the very end and you know like if if that if, if that if that goal chance in second half which time comes in we could be having another day out in a couple of weeks' time. So, like, they're the kind of side, you know, they you'd feel that they they're more than capable of being there. They're votes and next year again as well. Joker, like, maybe similarly to, to Milton, though, there's a good, there's some good young lads after copy up there in the last couple of years of the um, own down. He's a very young. Lad. I think he's still in um, still in the, in, uh, in hockey cup hurling and even shot as well. So, like, they're, they're kind of the the underage structure always seems to kind of. Produce a couple of quality players the whole time, and like there's no reason. And obviously, the likes of Patrick Harvin still around as well is, is a bonus. Like the, there's, there's every chance Milton will be, or, or the Glen Glen Rovers could be back in this position um, next year again. Okay. And maybe hope they hope they step further. Yeah, congratulations indeed uh, to Midland today, and commiserations uh, to the Glen on the Senior A game. John today, Can Turk beating Father Neil's three seventeen. 213 The Colin Walsh show today for Can Turk with a hat trick and uh, a fantastic performance overall from Can Turk. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, Colin Walsh, what a, what a clinical performance. And Destiny was, um, well, well, Christian, probably many, for men of the match award, I think Destiny a fully deserving one from from, men of, uh, from, Colin, from Colin Walsh. You know, um, three goals he took in an absolutely clinical fashion. And, you know, it was a real, I suppose it was kind of the Walsh, so Aidan Walsh as well um, had a fantastic game for, uh, for, for, um, for Kentucky. He was very influential there. And you know, it's uh, obviously from the from the Kentucky perspective. You know, it's it's the first leg of a of, a, of maybe of a double. It was like the obviously next weekend they're playing in the Premier Intermediate Football Championship point as well. So they'd be hoping maybe to em, emulate what they did in 2017 when they won a, a kind of a double as well in, in the hurling and football championship titles in the same year. But like they were, yeah, there was a you know they were a good good value for that in the end. You know, I mean, Todd O'Neill's and um, Kevin O'Sullivan was one player who was to the fore for them. He kind of really um. Was a was a keeping Ford only as well in touch, but I think you could see some from a Ford only perspective. Like Declan Donaldson was um was it was a big accident today, and who knows if he was saying he might have had a different outcome. I suppose it's kind of hypothetical maybe this stage, but like yeah, it's, it's exciting times with Kentuck, and I think they're probably their their focus now will quickly turn to the football final you now um, next weekend. Yeah, we're going to hear from that Kentuck uh, team in just uh, a second. Finally, John, just before I let you go. Massive uh, celebrations in the O'Shea household last week as your sister Erica picked up an all-star, uh, an incredible achievement for her, and I'm sure you're all incredibly proud of her. Oh, 100% more. You know, it, it's probably it was only probably a couple of days afterwards. It kind of it kind of sank in, like when you're looking at the all-star award. Oh, it's incredible <laughs> that um, she was after winning. It, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's probably it's fully deserved though, for her. You know, um, it, 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 the amount of work that she puts in like I think even today now she was playing um, a junior final with the club to, uh, with Bakum and they, they won that as well um, against Ben but like yeah she you know from the amount of like her persistence and determination you know like it's um, like you say like we kind of dropped I think it, it was probably mentioned I think she mentioned in interviews herself during the week you know um, being dropped at under 14 and then being dropped once at under 16 level you know and you'd be think you know and to, to kind of come back and then go into the under 16s and um, in 2017, up to the minors in 2018, where um, she won in All Ireland with um, with John Cleary in 2019, and then it was only this time last year, E.C. Fitzgerald brought her into the into the senior ranks. So, 
it's, I mean, it, she kind of made her debut down in, I think, around around this time, 10 months ago, down in Tralee against Kerry. She came on as a sub, and like, she hasn't looked back since, you know, and um, but the, and saying that, Joy, I see it myself, like, they move the work she puts in, you know, and, and for that alone, she fully deserves it. You know what I mean? Like, it's constantly, probably trained all your own, like, I remember even like last year, even Stevens was there last year, first, uh, John, you take me down the park, um, she was going doing runs, I'd say, just watching, maybe because she had too much for the Christmas dinner, she kind of wanted to keep up. <laughs> And like, yeah, it's 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 also personal. I say it's, she's right with that, you know. But mm. I, I say maybe hopefully you no, know, um, she'll hopefully maybe to be involved you know, heavily next year and with with the Cox and then hopefully maybe go under Shane Roney, you know, and obviously new manager coming in and hopefully hopefully they go that extra step further and hopefully bring maybe the the All Ireland um, back down to. Fingers crossed. Massive congratulations to Erica on her All Star Award last week. But for now, John O'Shea from Parky Cueve, thank you very much for joining us today on the Big Red Bench. Perfect, Chip. Thanks, Robert. Yeah, great stuff there from John and uh, congratulations indeed to his sister Erica on her All-Star last week. An incredible uh, achievement. Uh, as I said, more to come from uh, Parky Quiv. Going to hear from Cantart next. Missed the show? Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie. Cork's Red FM. Roy here with you on the bench. Glad you could join us on this Sunday evening. Cantart, the Senior A hurling champions as they beat Father Neils in today's final. Finishing Cantart 317, Father Neils 213. John's been chanting to Lorcan McLaughlin of Cantart. Yeah, yeah, delighted. Great day, you know. Great day for everyone involved, the club, supporters who've been there with us from day one. It's been a few years now since we won something, you know, four years ago. We had a good run in 17 and 18. We've been disappointed in the last few years but look it's great to be back out here you know we lost the football final there earlier this year disappointing and the bounce back with a win again um, it's brilliant you know it really makes these days worth it you know and it, like we might never get here again I know it's a cliche but some of us were kind of running out the road like myself but look it's great to get there and we try and, we try to make the most of these opportunities yeah and um, just on the game itself you know um, Paul O'Neill's they kind of pose plenty of questions we throw the game you know, um, how would you say so much of performance there yeah yeah look we know we knew again we're in for the, the long haul again look we go out into every game expecting to go out to the way look it's just like that like I said before these are so competitive these grades um, you know the two goals in the first half really shook us and the lads did well to bounce back you know we regrouped and then just the goals we got ourselves Colin was phenomenal up front you know Alan the younger lads this year have been a revelation and uh, thank God we pushed on a step from last year a lot of good work done last year but Frank has been exceptional this year and huge credit has to go to him and the management team so fair play to them and I saw winning winning the hurling a county like this. Um, how much does it mean to Cantor in general? Like? Ah, yeah, look, we, look, it's huge for the division to Hollywood itself, like in the more, you know, counties, provincials or all Ireland, you know, we can bring back to kind of Northwest Cork. The, the, it's good for the game, you know, in there, and, you know, it's made huge progress in the last decade, and we'd like to see it continue that way, you know, going into the future. Yeah, and I suppose, obviously, part one now, I don't know, I suppose, the tension is returning quickly to the, the football next weekend, so you'll be hoping maybe this is the first part of a double, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I'm working back in the market myself for Ayrton Group, so they'll be a good buzz now in the lead up to the final so it's all part of it look they're good good outfit again you know we're going to enjoy tonight you have to enjoy these days as well we'll regroup during the week and we'll have a cut off that another tough one coming up but look it's great to be involved in them and that final is in two weeks time so uh, very best luck to Cantorak in that decider uh, going for a double after today's win over Father O'Neill's today 372-13 going to hear from Cantorak's Colin Walsh <laughs> Right, Colin Walsh, um, Cantor, um, county champions, how was that so? Ah, uh, it's unbelievable, it's dream come true, like to be the top tier hurling 
for a slow turn like Kentorf, it's unbelievable, can't put it into words. I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, it must be long enough to be up at the top table now in 2022, it, it, it must be some, maybe some buzz around Kentorf. Oh, some buzz, yeah, we look football now in two weeks, we'll, we'll drive on now for that, we'll think about next year when it comes, but oh, it's unbelievable, dream come true as I said, to be in the top tier hurling, playing with the likes of Glyn now, Mills are playing now today, it's unbelievable. And what, what do you make of your um, performance today against uh, a, kind of very, a very spirited and tough um, thought on each side? Ah yeah, they're on great side. We always knew it was going to be tough for me. We said we just keep the wide, keep the scoreboard ticking over and we got the rubber degree, which is great to get. We're happy with that. And I suppose, um, can you just talk, I suppose your goals is talking so well. What, 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 what can you remember going through your head when you were... Uh, I just got the ball and Frankie always says, you know, take on your men, always take on your men. First, first step you should take is forward, so I just tried to do that. And just the look, goal, rubber degree came off and I just got lucky with the goals. Yeah, and just I suppose in, in general, what, how much does a win like this mean to the host Kent? To win a, win a county kind of hurling title. Ah, oh, it's unbelievable. I can't believe the world again. We have football, we try to do a repeat double in 2017, try to do a repeat, and we'll go again for football. But we'll enjoy tonight, we'll enjoy tomorrow, and it's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, and it's fine there, so I was touching it there. Um, the first league, you'll be hoping this is the first league of a, 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 a double and the Premier to be the final next weekend. Yeah, hopefully. That, that'll be a massive, big challenge again. We'll, we'll take our attention to that. We'll drive on again against the market or to hello neighbours, and we'll drive on again, try to do the double. Yeah, it's Colin Walsh there, the hat trick hero for Cantor, scoring their three goals in their 317 win to uh, 213 win over Father Neil today. Congratulations to everyone involved in Can Turk. Uh, going to talk ladies football. Murnaby beating the banner from Clare today and wants the senior football championship semi final after defeating the banner uh, 315 to 35 in Mallow today. Uh, this is the reaction of Murnaby boss Shane Renane. No, Shane Renane, uh, a 10 point victory over the banner uh, has Murnaby into a Munster Senior Championship semi final, but it was a lot tougher than that scoreline suggests. Yeah, look, um, I think it's probably our first time playing in a, in a in a first round game, I suppose, you know, since we've actually, you know, won the county, you know, it's, it's a new format this year. So, um, you know, I suppose there was a bit of a hangover from last week, and, and you know, we, we had a lot, lot of work done for the, for the county final, I suppose. You know, everyone was probably expecting us to win today, um, you know, especially as we were playing in playing Mallow and uh, you know, there was a, we were we were a little bit comp- there might have been a little bit complacency there on some of the players' part and look maybe our own part as well. But look, I think we went when with times we needed to turn it on, we did. Um, we know that won't do in the semi final against Bally McCarbury. So look, we've I suppose we're in a good position. We're we're in the semi final, but we've lost to work on. So look, we're, we we'll we'll settle down and um, you know we've 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 a big two weeks ahead of us to get ourselves right for Bally McCarbury because they they are serious opposition. They are indeed no Kiro Sullivan today, but a welcome return for Roshan Sullivan. Yeah. Look, that's fantastic. Roshan has been out for the last, I suppose, month. She's missed uh, semi-final and she missed the county final with a, with a head knock. And um, you know, we're we're delighted to have her back. And look, we've we've got um, we've got uh, you know Kira. I suppose look, she played last Friday night, but uh, she was she was a little bit dodgy. I suppose so. I said, look, we'd leave her on the line today, and if we were under under pressure, we'd bring her on. But I suppose we made the prudent decision to mind her today. But look, great to have Roshan back. And look, a couple of younger ones came on there now as well, like Katie O'Toole. Uh, her first big game, I suppose. She's played in other games, but you know she's got two great points there. Could have had two goals. So look, we're very happy overall with uh, with the with the players we have coming through and with the squad we're building. And um, you know we know we have to be a bit better. Like, but look, we we will work on that. But having a sports, I think I get a huge boost every time rushing back that experience. Like, and just finally from your own point of view, it's going to be some game with Bally McCarvey just with the history between the two clubs and everything. But the fact is, at home is a big mo- big time a big moment for your club as well. Yeah, look, we're delighted with that. I suppose we we, we could have had a home game today. There was a uh, but Munster, you know, wanted to have a double header. 
here with, 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 with Castlehaven earlier on and look well done to them on their, on their great win um, you know so look playing Billy McCarbury at home is a huge thing and I think you know uh, looks there'll be a big crowd there and we but we know that the opposition they are look they're, they're, they're the ones that have been knocking at the door and we've beaten them and you know they're dying to beat us and we know we have to be very ready because they've been so close to us you know this, this we have to be very you know in, in the best form we can be in and hopefully we'll be in two weeks time that's Shane Ronan there of Morn Abbey uh, congratulations to them into the Munster semi-final today um, after beating Banner from Clare uh, 315 to 3-5 Castlehaven uh, Shane mentioned their victory for them today as they defeated uh, St. Anne's Waterford 4-15 to 1-3 this is the Havens captain Siobhan Courtney Siobhan Courtney the winning captain of the Castlehaven ladies football team that are true to a Munster semi-final that sounds very good but unfortunately you didn't get the test you were hoping for today a comprehensive win and the game was really over at half time it was yeah you know we, we felt very comfortable out there for most of the game um, we got lots of our on our panel on you know give a good run out to everyone um, which is great because you know you need people um, when big days come um, we felt very comfortable but you know it was probably nice after a tough game last weekend um, the bodies needed the recovery time but uh, you know we're up for it and we're delighted to be in a Munster semi-final Whatever about the physical hurt you know physicality of what you went through against Donnie's and that shootout the emotional side of it and the mental side of it you'd be very very tired it would take a while to recover from that but you look very very sharp today Yeah yeah you know we recovered well during the week um, you know bit of team bonding you know get everyone together and uh, you know we have our eyes set on the next game now again you know we're looking forward to it um, Game each game one at a time and uh, I suppose we will go out and do our best again um, From Castle Davis point of view those early goals in the first quarter he really came out of the traps that was obviously something he intended to do to hit the ground running as quickly as he could Yeah absolutely you know we're we're playing with confidence now at the moment you know we're backing each other we're, we're trying to choose the right option all the time giving it to the player in the better position and I suppose you know the goals come then What's it like playing at this time of the year Siobhan because you just finished the championship and it was a long championship and unusual one with COVID you're finished all of that mentally and physically to get going again for a monster you obviously want this but is, is it difficult I know the conditions were good today but it may not always be the case for the rest of the year No we're absolutely loving it we're delighted to still have um, to have games to play you know we kind of can't believe that it's only a couple of weeks to Christmas but it's really gotten us through what is normally quite a hard period of the year so um, you know it's great to have our supporters here and as well and it keeps everyone going keeps you ticking over the whole time and we're, we're delighted we're loving it it's fantastic yeah fantastic support and a good pitch as well here today which helped you in Mallow yeah absolutely the conditions were great um, you know we're used to playing and practicing on a good pitch in Castlehaven um, so it's nice that we had that again today and just finally a quick turn around to a semi-final next weekend we don't know where that's going to be but it is going to be in Cork irrespective of who you're playing and when it's on is it all about momentum now and just keeping that momentum going during the week it is yeah I suppose we'll have something similar to, to what we did this week you know recover well and um, look forward to the next game you know pick out the bits that we need to improve on but like keep that atmosphere positive within the team and you know we should we should be able to um, compete there anyway yeah congratulations and all the best next weekend thanks very much thanks Jerry That's Siobhan Corney there of Castlehaven speaking after uh, their win over St Anne's today in Mallow alright we are going to talk about the uh, Marlick Arena UCC Emerging Talent Programme which is seeking applications for 2022 looking for young sports stars of the future to get involved with the Marlock Arena for more information on that go to the Marlock Arena's website marlockarena.com for more on it I spoke to someone who's gone through the programme golfer Sarah Byrne who's now on a scholarship at the University of Miami and I spoke to Sarah recently 
Narda Garina, UCC Emerging Talent Programme. I'm joined by someone who's gone through the programme, Sarah Byrne. Sarah, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for joining us all the way from Miami. It's a lot better there weather-wise, I'd imagine, than it is here in the middle of November. For sure, yes, it is perfect for golf, not going to lie. <laughs> Tell us, uh, Sarah, um, how you got started in golf and your, your history with the sport. Um, so basically my dad plays golf and like I just when I was like really young I'd probably go to the driving range with him and just mess around you know kind of play in the bunker or whatever um, but when a couple of years ago maybe when I was about nine I actually caddied for him in a tournament and he won the um, tournament so that's kind of when I kind of got hooked on it a little bit mm. and I just started and ever since I started playing properly when I was about 10 I have just been hooked on it really to be honest So is that a case of your dad being a golfer you at a golf club in your hand before you could walk in the thing? Pretty much yeah <laughs> that's kind of how it started <laughs> And what is it about golf that kind of hooked you and I suppose has kept you hooked um, to this day? Um, like to be honest I think I played other sports when I was younger like Mogi and I did Irish dancing and stuff like that and I was just way better at golf than anything else so I kind of when I was good at something I liked doing it so and I think it's, it's golf is a different kind of sport since it's like individual mm. and like you can play it forever like from you can see like very young people to very old people still playing golf and I think that's kind of and knowing that like I don't have to depend on anyone else either to like play God or whatever to like make sure that I'm successful I think that kind of helps a little bit that it's like individual and mm. um, which is like good and bad but I think just the competitiveness as well of golf kind of just kept me going in it now, before you headed over to Miami, I mean, like, what was your training schedule and like, what was your tournament schedule like uh, in Ireland? Yeah, so like, it's obviously way different back home than what it is here. Um, I my tournament schedules will be from maybe March to the middle of May, and then we'll go from the end of June to the maybe end of August or September. That was kind of how that schedule worked with my with golf tournaments, and then obviously school. So then school would be from September to May. Um, and then with that, I would be in the gym like three times a week and I'd be seeing my golf coach maybe once or twice a month. Mm. That's kind of, but it kind of got difficult with like sixth year and like fifth year and stuff like at the end. But um, I was at the Emerging Talent Program from uh, third, fourth and fifth year, I think. Mm. So, um, and I'd be with them for, for like three to four times a week. Um in the gym and then I'd have school um, afterwards and then I'd maybe go practicing. I'd try practice on the weekends as much as I could because of like the weather and stuff wasn't too great. Mm-hmm. But um, it was tough. I'm not going to say, I'm not going <laughs> to lie, it was so hard, but it was definitely worth it. Yeah I, mean, here. yeah, I mean, like how hard was it like juggling, like obviously like your leaving circuit commitments and then like the golf commitments that you had training a couple of nights a week in terms of the weekends, it must have been quite difficult to balance it all, especially during COVID as well. Yeah, no, it was definitely like very, very difficult. Um, but like, I think I was very motivated. Like you have to be very determined to like what you want. Like I knew that I wanted to get a D- division one scholarship to an American college. And I knew that I wasn't going to get that by just like not working hard. So I just had kept that in mind. And then when I, w- when I went to the Emerging Talent Program, we'd train in the mornings or in, like a few times I trained before school, a few times I trained after school. It just depended on like, they, they asked me when, what fitted my schedule. Mm-hmm. And it, like, I just chose whatever one and they accommodated me with that. And then um, like, like you just really have to be really motivated for what you want. And I think they help in there too, because you're in there around people that are also really motivated for their sports. Cause like, it's obviously it's for elite golf, uh, it's for elite sports people who want to become better. So I think being surrounded by that, that sort of people really helps you to keep motivated. And um, that's really great. 
Just when it comes to um, the scholarship side of things then, Sarah, is it a case that like you apply to colleges or they recruit you or how does it work? Um, well, certainly for golf anyway, basically in summertime when you're like traveling all over the place, like I played in Europe a lot and like I played over in America a few times and the college, college coaches will come watch. Um, so they can't talk to you until... September 5th year mm. um, because of like rules and stuff so basically um, I had a really good summer of going into 5th year um, on golf and I had 19 different coaches or different colleges like email me on the 1st of September um, being like hey like we're really interested in you coming here um, and basically you just when you have scholarships like that offers coming in like that you just pick and choose whatever ones you feel would fit you best mm-hmm. um, so I kind of like, like obviously not 19 of them were very great schools like obviously there was only there was about four or five which I really liked that were really good schools and I narrowed it down to that and then I visited a few and then um I just whenever I visited my university in Miami I was like this is the one Mm. so that's just kind of how it works really fantastic stuff and you like representing Miami then it must give you a massive thrill stepping onto the first you representing like the University of Miami yeah, no, it is pretty cool because like sports over here, like college sports is so big. Like we just don't have that at home. Like you, you don't know what it's like until you actually come here. And it's like, it is crazy how big it is. Like it's the university kind of revolves around its sports mm-hmm. programs. Um, so obviously like American football is the biggest thing. Um, and, um, but like when you're an athlete, here, like in any college, it's, you're kind of treated like royalty. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty <laughs> nice. And I suppose, <laughs> what, what, how is it then finding the balance between, I suppose, your classwork and, uh, and in your golf then when it's in college? Oh, like when you're in season, basically like for golf, um, like it's different for different sports, but golf, we have like a fall season, which is from um, middle of September to the end of October. And then we have off season for November, December and the middle of January. And we go back into in season until the middle of May, which means we have our tournaments. And when you're in season, like there's not that much time to do much else because you get up like our schedule currently is we have workouts from seven to eight. We have practice from 8.30 to 11.30. And then you have class for the rest of the day. And then it's like maybe like 6.30, 7pm and it's like time for dinner and go to bed. <laughs> That's kind of what it's like in season, off season, you have a little bit more time, obviously. But um, again, like you're around, you're around people on the team who you like, you want to work, like you need to work hard and you need to play good to make the team on time to be playing. So like that obviously is a great motivator to keep going. And I think when you have such a structured thing here, like you, like our schedules are so structured with all the things going on over here so like it's very easy to just like know exactly what you have to do um, so yeah mm-hmm. and last week um, you represented Ireland at the, the International Amateur Championship how did that go? Uh, that was pretty cool that was a really cool experience like because there was 40 no yeah, there was 20 countries so like there was um, 40 girls playing 40 boys playing for me like two from each country um, and like these are like the best players in the world like it was it was a really cool experience like it was a different caliber of golf course as well like the golf course was so difficult but like that's a spot it's like when you're playing like, at such a high level um, so like just being around those sort of people like the number one and number two in the world were there playing for the girls uh, for the women's teams so like that was really like to see what like I watched them play a bit and you can kind of see like where the differences are and how, how they're so much better and stuff and like it's just it was a really cool experience playing in that event Long term Sarah I'd imagine I suppose the, the aim is to turn professional that is the goal um, hopefully we'll just have to see how it kind of works out like you never know what the future will hold so um, I'll try if it works out great if it doesn't I'll find a plan B but that's uh, pro golf definitely the way I want to go 
I'd imagine Leona Maguire is kind of a, an influence and inspiration there I'd imagine is she yeah for sure like it's kind of like just a girl from Cavan like just it's she's just some normal like I've spoken to her a few times before and like it's just she's just so normal like if she can do it like I think it kind of inspires the, like the whole of Ireland to do what any sport you know like that anyone can do it if you just work hard enough and want it enough and with regards to the Emerging Talent Programme then Sarah how did you hear about it and uh, how did you go about applying for it and stuff like that I heard I actually um, heard about it like over the radio as well actually and I kind of like I saw it online um, on Facebook and stuff mm-hmm. and I thought you know like that looks pretty good like my dad actually kind of found it and said it to me he said like this actually looks pretty good um, so I applied and got accepted and um, that's kind of how that worked out like that mm-hmm. um, but yeah like the Emerging Talent Programme really was definitely a part of like helping me to get my my scholarship and get to Miami mm. so I mean like with the Emerging Talent Programme is it fair to say that that kind of like helped you a lot with the, the physical and mental side of the game yeah for sure like as well like I think it really helped me to become like more of a um, str- like it helped me to manage my time a bit more and it kind of helped me to just progress into someone that wanted to be like an elite athlete and trying to help me like perform like one and act like one because like before that like I was in third year or whatever I kind of was just doing like any like I was just kind of going to the gym whenever like I was kind of just doing that but like this really was like okay like if this is what if you want to become a pro golfer like you have to like change a little bit mm-hmm. so it kind of just helped me to like be, like kind of focus more and like act more like an athlete like an elite athlete and like want to become an elite one so um it definitely like suited me like because I make it just bespoke to each person so they really like got to know exactly what I needed and um, which was something that was like really big like um Jeff Gomez was like always on to um my swing coach so um I maybe have like a little issue with my swing and my swing coach um Fred to me he would be like yeah I think like your hamstrings a little bit weak and your forearms are a little bit weak and I go back and they'd be communicating all the time and then I would obviously go into my uh, strength and conditioning program that's obviously something you'd recommend like we're looking for for applications now for 2022 it's obviously something you recommend that uh, high level athletes give a try and apply for for sure like it's definitely like it definitely is something that if you want to get better and you want to exceed and be at a an elite level this is something that I definitely think most athletes should go through like I think it's a big wake up call to be like okay this is what you have to be like um, because like you're obviously around like other athletes like um, like when I was there I, there was sailing swimming squash like rock, like rock climbing there was all sorts of different sports and these people were the best at their like one of the best at their level and at their age and I think that kind of like helps you to under like it it helps you to understand other sports as well and you make really good friends which is obviously great like I really enjoyed that like I'm still really good friends with a lot of people um, that I did ETP with um, and I think like being around people like that that also motivates you to kind of be like okay well we're all kind of trying to be go to the same thing like a lot of the people are trying to go to the Olympics that are like at this mm-hmm. in this program so I think that kind of helps you to motivate you a little bit more as well Excellent, Sarah. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us today, squeezing us in before your college lectures start. So we're greatly appreciative of that. So thanks for talking to us on the Big Red Bench on Red FM. Thank you. That's Sarah Byrne, their uh, golf from the uh, University of Miami, and uh, someone who's come through the Maradike Arena Emerging Talent Program. For more details on that, maradikearena.com. We're out of time. Thank you very much indeed for tuning our way. Uh, podcast will be online shortly, redfm.ie, and from wherever you get your podcasts. Green and Red up next with Connor Halpin. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM.